Hello and welcome to All Villa No Villa, a podcast all about Aston Villa, the world's greatest football team. Villa bounced back from a loss in Warsaw with a win in London. Ollie Watkins breaking his duck to send Unai Emery home. Happy with a 1-0 win. We'll talk about that in a moment. Plus, Frankie will add the spice with the spicy question. First of all, Frankie, how are you? George, you would not believe how happy I am. I am just bouncing off the walls. Aston Villa going to Chelsea two games in a row, laying the smackdown on uh, on, on Top Bowley's uh, sort of confusing massive billion pound men. It's like if I had a billion, George, if you had a billion quid that you could blow on anything, yeah. What, what do you think you'd do? What, what would you, well, it, so, instead it, of buying a bunch of Chelsea players who don't like work together properly, what would you spend it on? What would you do? A billion, a billion quid. Yeah, I would probably clone eleven Erling Haaland's and put them in the <laughs> team. But then they don't play properly together. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, they can't defend. Yeah, like, <laughs> what a waste of a billion quid! God damn it. Um, but yeah, something like that. I think it would. It certainly involved Erling Haaland at Villa in some capacity. I think. Yeah. I think to be honest, he's probably worth a billion quid on his own right now. So um, it's close to it. Yeah. So maybe just one Erling Haaland will, will suffice. Yeah. What if about I'd you? Have, what would you spend uh, a billion on? Find a billion quid. World peace. <laughs> So, Sorry, as, so I, as I as I choke down my cup of tea, then uh, <laughs> Frank, it's not like you to wish world peace. Well, well, was it? well, maybe not with Birmingham City fans, but like, yeah, wasn't it like um, Elon Musk put out something about how uh, he was like, right? So you all talk about how it only would only cost six billion to solve world hunger or something like that, and then he like, go on, show me how, and then the UN like sent him a detailed. Like, this is how <laughs> wow. it would end. And then he just yeah. never bothered responding to it. Ah, like, oh. oh, shut up. Instead, he spent 44 <laughs> billion on Twitter, which is just like completely screwed up now. So it's like, well, what, mate? Like, yeah, if I had a billion, maybe I'd buy Twitter. Maybe I'd just buy, like, it's probably worth, it? well, worth that. Well, now, yeah, it's probably, so. yeah, it's probably, yeah, actually, that's true. I'd, was it, was it, how much was it bought for? Uh, 44 billion. 44 billion. Yeah. Oh, and he, he, like, because he like because he like allowed anyone to just advertise on it, or whatever, and because he changed the uh, the blue tick um, verica- verification thing, it just meant that like anybody could verify themselves. Yeah, yeah. So like sure. you know a, somebody could verify themselves as all villain no filler and just you know portray themselves as neo Nazis, and we'd be like, well, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> that's not no, great. Yeah. Imagine imagine someone verifies themselves as all villain no filler. And we're like, oh my god, that's terrible. That's terrible. And then we look at it, and it's like, oh my god, these guys are these guys are pretty good. <laughs> 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 what do you mean you've got 20 million followers you're yeah. bigger than katie perry How's exactly this yeah these guys yeah, are brilliant they release a christmas album that goes to number one ahead of lab baby <laughs> well, who are these guys who are these guys they're amazing <laughs> we, look, we look at pictures of them they're like slightly be- better looking versions of us yeah they, they look a lot like us but just like fitter healthier more tanned <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's basically you but killian murphy you do look like Killian Murphy, George. You do yeah. look like Killian Murphy. Well, yeah, it's actually Killian Murphy. And um, and who are you again? You'd be um, uh, uh, James. Um, who's that? the guy James from Blunt. True? James, yeah, I used to get James Blunt a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't get it so much anymore. I don't know whether we look a bit different nowadays, but yeah, it was Blunt back in the day. And a guy, Vampire Bill from True Blood, I used to get a lot. Right, okay. I, know, I never watched True Blood, but I used to get people used to say Vampire Blood, Vampire Bill, and vampire. I'd be like, oh. so, so it'd be a podcast with. Killian Murphy and Vampire Bill from yeah. True Blood talking yeah. about Aston Villa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would, I'd listen to that. Yeah, 
Yeah, that exactly. Same and I. They're just talking about sucking the. Well, this week I sucked the blood of some guy out of it. Out, you know, I just. Yeah, I was good. I just couldn't resist their neck. It was so just bulging with veins. I had to suck the blood. So, yeah. <laughs> Vampire bills. Vampire bill. Well, let's. I tell you what, Frankie, let's move on from this erratic conversation. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and talk about the most important thing that's happened today. Villa beating uh, Chelsea 1 0 on their own turf, no less. Yeah. For the yeah. second year on the bounce, as you alluded to earlier, Amazing. what did you make of it? George, I tell you, my God, I'm so happy I've gone out for a few pints. So forgive me if I've been you know, rambling on because it's pretty obvious. Oh, no, got, got to celebrate this. I'm on the, I'm on the tee, celebrating. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you normally you're into your, your, you know, water, still water, tap water. <laughs> really you were like, that. I'm having yeah. tea tonight. I'm going on the tea. <laughs> really into still water. Really into <laughs> Yeah. But look, um, absolutely amazing. Absolutely. You know, because I think... This season, you know, Villa away from home, 5-1 at Newcastle, 3-0 uh, th- at Liverpool, um, and 3-2 uh, at Warsaw. And so there's a couple of tests that came up today. One was, can Villa deal with pressure away from home? And Chelsea are a team who is still Chelsea. Look, it's, you know, I know that they're a bit of a cluster, but they've spent a lot of money and they yeah. still have a few quality players and they have a top quality coach. So, you know, at some point you think it's going to click and it's today the day it's going to happen. And you think if you're a Chelsea player, you're probably thinking Villa just lost at um, at Warsaw. Uh, they've just had the Thursday to Sunday fixtures that you know players always talk about how it affects them. Yeah. Um, Chelsea have had the full week to prepare, and on top of that, Villa are not have not been too uh, great away from home. They've conceded a lot of goals. So you know, can Villa cope with that? And we passed the test. No goals conceded. And we won one nil. Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant, George. You know, um, you know, the first 25 minutes, I think Villa, it was a bit like Liverpool, where Chelsea put on a lot of pressure and would not let us play out comfortably from the back. And we were giving the ball away a lot. Like, you know, it, it just it just wasn't working for us, but we mm. didn't concede. Whereas at Liverpool, we conceded and that got their arms up, didn't it? It just got them. Then you fight, you're fighting against the tide then, aren't you? A sloppy yeah. goal. And it's it's hard. And at the same time, Liverpool had more energy, whereas Chelsea it felt like they didn't have the energy to keep that pressure up. Whereas eventually after about 20 minutes, Louise and Kamara started to dominate in the middle and the two of them got control of the game. And it felt like Villa were well on top for the rest of the half, really. But then second half, Chelsea come out, then they dominate again. They've had the rocket up them. Villa, you know, we're resting on laurels a little bit because you're like, well, we had a comfortable half there, whatever. And uh, the red card probably did make a big difference. Um, yeah. Although at the same time, Villa had big chances in the first half. Luca Dean with volley of the century. Um, yeah. Zaniolo with second volley of the century. Yeah. Sanchez making massive saves to stop yeah. them. Um, we were unlucky not to be one ahead, to be honest. But uh, the red card and the Villa of old, 10 men Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Somehow we conspire to lose. But the Villa, the Villa of old do that. Professor Unai, Professor Emery and his Unai Versity don't let that happen. We uh, we took advantage of it and eventually got the winner. And um, I just think it was a it was a big test today. This you know if Villa lost again after Warsaw, ah, you know you're starting to think then like is this the are we getting back to old habits? Mm. But instead, you know we we bounced back from it and um, now you're just feeling confident. And again, you're like Everton this week. Whatever happens, happens. Brighton away next. Brighton at home. Sorry, next week. You're thinking. I think we can do this. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I'm 
I'm just bouncing off the walls, George. You know, he's put me in an insane, insane asylum. One who flew over the cuckoo's nest, put the padding on the wall because Nurse Ratchet needs to calm me down. And I'm a bit like Jack Nicholson. So, how are you feeling, George? Yeah, no, yeah, pretty. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, Frankie. Lock me up with, uh, <laughs> with you in that claret and blue padded cell of yours. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, a, it was a great win. Uh, I think you're absolutely spot on. I think. Um, uh, Chelsea started quite strongly in the first half, but then we really kind of grew into it. Um, we started to dominate that midfield battle. And I thought um, Zaniolo had a had a really, really good game. Um, he was just... He's a player, isn't he? He's he's tricky. He he, he can skip away from tackles. He's, he's big and strong. But he's physical. He's so yeah, oh, physical oh, than I yeah, realise. Very physical. Um, you know, he's... For a winger as well, for someone who plays in that position, it's quite rare to see someone that big. You know, he's, he's over six foot and he's he's big and broad, but he's got quick feet and mm. and he you know he he does look a real player. I'm really encouraged actually by his 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 start for us. And it was really unlucky that he didn't score. It was a, it took a fantastic save from Sanchez to prevent him from getting on the uh, on the score sheet. But he'll get his goal soon the way he's he's playing. Yeah, he will. Um, so that was really good to see. But then, yeah, yeah, end of the second half, we had a few chances, Zaniola and, and Dina. And, and yeah, as you say, start the second half, Chelsea, I guess with the pressure of the fans looking to get a result at home, um, they they started to turn the screw a little bit, but we managed that really well. I think you're, you're right in terms of, you know, not conceding first. I think um, we have struggled to deal with matches when we when we go a goal down. Um, we sort of let our heads drop a little bit, and it takes a, it takes a while for us to kind of refocus and re-energize. Um, but we were defensively strong, and I, I think I think um, it, 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 we need to credit the defense massively because, as you say, five away against Newcastle, three away against Liverpool, three away against Warsaw. You know that's not a habit you want to get into away from home. So yeah. Torres had a really good game. I think he read the game really well. Um, and I just, I think with Torres, we just need to give him a bit of time to get used of to the course. pace and physicality of the Premier League. Yes, yeah, it's, it's um, new, new culture, new, yeah. new, new players to play with. It's, it takes time to settle into that. And he's but, been but, thrown in at the deep end because of Mings' injury. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think he wasn't expecting to be playing as many games as early into his career as he was, as as, as he has been. Yeah. Um, but what I would say fundamentally is his defensive skills, his technical ability is second to none. All the other stuff can be worked on, you know, yeah. in terms of physicality and stuff. That's something can, you can work on. Um, so um, he could turn into a, a real quality player for us. Uh, so I'm excited to see how, mm. how his career develops. Um, and yeah, just brilliant to see Watkins score. You know, he, he, it's not like he's started the season poorly. He's been really involved in a lot of our goals, got lots of assists and, and all the rest of it. But obviously he's judged on his goal scoring. Um, and he hadn't up until today scored in the Premier League. So that must have been preying on his mind. And what a finish it was, to be fair, from such yeah, a tight a angle yeah. in off the post. You know, Call the keeper off guard as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was brilliant. And, and, and also, um, yeah, uh, playing against 10 men doesn't guarantee victory in any stretch, you know. No. Uh, Chelsea were 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 playing well on the break, actually, even when they were down to 10 men. They had a few really good chances to to equalize um so you know they they were obviously a threat with 10 men still but you know we managed that well we got that goal and then and then we could have scored more you know bailey had a, yeah. had, had, a, had a chance i think it was and um and diaby had a forced had a, had a really good shot which was saved by sanchez um 
so yeah, brilliant, brilliant performance given everything that we've experienced over the last few weeks. And it's against uh, one of the top, you know, seven clubs. Um, I know, you what? know Chelsea Chelsea'd had a bit of a stinker last season, but mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're, as you said, they're still Chelsea. They're still a, a big club and, and to do it again, um, at Stamford Bridge should give us a lot of confidence heading into. I mean, I know we've got the League Cup game next, but particularly the Brighton game because Brighton are very much establishing themselves as a as a top seven club now. Mm. And if we can, you know, continue our decent record at foot, a, a, a good a home record um, with a win against Brighton in the league next week, then you know, I think we're we're on the way. Then I think we're well and truly in the mix, George. Pick out your spot in Birmingham for the the Premier League trophy parade. When Villa win the league and have the open do- top bus parade with that trophy over, I've got tears in my eyes thinking about it. Like, Uno Emery, <laughs> that trophy. That and the Conference League in the same year. Pep yeah. Guardiola in tears. Uh, Greenish begging for a move back to Villa. Uh, yeah, it's... Um, I'll, look, be, I- I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be there at the, uh, the Polish Community Centre in Digbeth. Me and... <laughs> Me and Matty Cash, yeah, hang, hanging out. He'll be, he'll come off the bus. He'll, he'll go in for a pierogi or two with me, yeah. And uh, you know, we'll have a great time. I'll be at the Irish Centre. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll in come. Digbeth, we'll come. Yeah. We'll come over afterwards. Yeah, my, where my granddad used to go every Friday night. He'd always go to the to the uh, Irish Centre on Fridays, and then like come back home at like twelve and be like, "Where have you been? Oh, I've been having a really good laugh in Birmingham." And then like just he'd had a few drinks, so he'd just ramble on for ages. Was like. Great. This this is where I inherited the podcast like, genes. Yeah, yeah, I've been like you on this podcast. Just rambling on for ages. Yeah. Um, so yeah, me and him just rambling until like six in the morning. Like, oh my god, uh, we're still we're just talking about um, jo- Julian Joachim's goal from the weekend. We haven't stopped for about six hours. So yeah, that, um, oh, it gives me good nostalgia thinking about that. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I think um, uh, quite a few good signs today where I think it, that, that defence needed a clean sheet away from home, yeah. particularly Conser and Pau Torres. And I think, you know, Conser, um, you, you know... The, new the contract injury, as well. New contract, exactly, yeah. as you're saying. I thought Conser was fantastic today. Um, and that that last block he had against uh, Cole Palmer, who had that shot, and I think Emmy Martinez was going to save it. Yeah. But still, Emmy uh, Conser was in the right position to block that shot. And I think that summed up his performance. I think he was like, he led the defence today. Yeah, and I well, think I think he... he's very much taken over the Tyrone Mings mantle, hasn't he? Because because he was always a little bit in Mings's shadow, exactly. uh, and now Mings is out for the rest of the season. He's got to he's got to step up now, and I, you see it. Like I was watching a stream where he was in he was in the tunnel before the game, and he was going round. He was talking to everybody, and he was giving instructions and and giving people a bit of a confidence boost and all the rest of it. Like. He's very much a leader now, Conser. He's been at the club for a long time. 2019, he joined, wasn't it? 2019. Yeah. As a as a very raw player from Brentford and then Charlton before that. But he's really, I think, I think particularly with, with the Ming situation this season, he's really stepped out of that shadow and, and has taken the ball by the horns. And um he, he looks even better for it, to be honest, I think. And that's a true. Yeah, I think I think Villa since the so basically I would say like this, I'd say the Ming's injury has loomed large over this season. I think at Warsaw the other night, yeah. I think we we missed the Mings. I think yeah. that's that was the, the overriding sense I had from that game. And the same at Liverpool and the same at Newcastle when Mings got injured. I, I sort of just felt like Villa are missing their their sort of talismanic defender. And that was the challenge then, wasn't it? Like can a can a Diego Carlos, can an Esri Concer or a Paul Torres step up? Mm. Now Paul Torres has that international experience, and I, but at the same time he's in a new culture, a new league. It's it's you know, it's tough for him to just come in and B 
be yeah. that leader or defender. Yeah, of course. Though I think he has the talent. I think particularly when Villa are the more progressive team, I think he is that talismanic leader because he's so good on the ball. But, you know, in games at Chelsea, like Chelsea today, where we have to play the high line and Chelsea are going to, you know, they're going to attack us, have high quality attackers. Um, you need somebody like Conta maybe then to step up. And you, this is a challenge to him to say, you know, you should play for England, to be honest, Cesare, or Portugal, you know, he's, he qualifies for them as well. And you should be, you, this is your chance now. To, you've got your new contract. Step up, be the leader. I think today against Chelsea, he showed that. Um, he was, I thought he was absolutely excellent. Yeah. And the same Emmy Martinez as well, because yeah, look, we, we, we play that high line. There are a couple of occasions where Chelsea got through and they were offside, but they had a chance. A couple of occasions where vice versa. And Martinez from Ben Chilwell, from uh, Raheem Sterling on two occasions, absolutely massive saves. And mm. look, we play the high line. We're going to need a keeper who makes big saves because every now and again, you, it, it's not infallible. You are going to rely on yeah. a keeper. Man yeah. City have that with Edison. It's like they need him to bail them out sometimes. Like in the Champions League final last season when he made a big save on Lara Martinez. You know, it's it's the it's the nature of the beast. And I, I think that um, I, I think Martinez today, again, best goalkeeper in the world. I just, I, he's, he's my man. I'm in love with him. Um, I'm in love with a lot of men from Aston Villa. I truly, I truly am. Uh, probably my girlfriend's listening is probably thinking like, um, Frankie, can, can you explain this to me? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I am. I'm, I'm in, I, but, you know, um, so what you said about Zaniolo as well. One point I want to make about that is, I thought in the first half, I thought Malo Gusto and Raheem Sterling running down the right together caused Villa some problems. And yeah, before I the game, yeah. I thought I identified that as the, uh, the key threat area because I've watched Chelsea a few times this season and that's always been their main threat area because Raheem Sterling's in form and Malo Gusto's looked all right, actually. I, I think Gusto looked really... I think he had a really good game today. It was unfortunate the sending off sort of blighted it because he looked a, a proper threat um, yeah, he did. for Chelsea. Yeah. And I think I think down that side they were good, but what, what that meant was that there was space left when Gusto burst, burst forward and I thought maybe second half... You know, Zaniola comes off in the 60th minute. Jacob Ramsey comes on. And Ramsey maybe then, once Gusto's got forward, Ramsey's got the pace to burst into then and mm -hmm. just cause a bit of havoc. I think I think Zaniola's a slightly different profile of player. But then once that red card happened with Malagusto, I was like, well, no, actually, now this is Zaniolo's game because he's the man who can, you know, with Villa more in possession, he's the man who can open up the gaps and the, the spaces, whereas Ramsey's the man to run into the spaces, which is a good sign for where Villa are squad-wise, where it's like, okay, in it, particularly in attack, I think defence with yeah. frailties. Defence still worries me. But I think in attack, I think, do you know, we've got the different options now who can do yeah. different things. Yeah. And um, I think, I, I just, yeah, I, th I think it was... Uh, a good showing of what Villa have, particularly in attack. And uh, my God, George, are you happy Ollie Watkins got that goal? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, as, as, as I said, he he's, he's needed it. He's worked hard, um, just hasn't really got the rewards um, so far. But as I said, a, a, a great finish and, and um, hopefully that will give him confidence going into the, the next few games. Um, I mean, in terms of like squad depth and strength, it's always... I, it's great, isn't it? The fact that we can we can turn to the bench and bring on the likes of Jacob Ramsey, and and I know Leon Bailey is incons is inconsistent, but you know, in years gone by, Leon Bailey would be first name on the team sheet for us. Do you know what I mean? Our, our squad's been been so poor over the last sort of yeah. like decade or so, but the fact that we can call on someone like Leon Bailey with his ex That's international true. experience yeah. and his continental really experience to be like, you know, yeah, you 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 do your thing for a few minutes. And and, and Bailey, to be fair, as a as a as a bench option, someone off the bench with his pace and his trickery against tired legs, 
Um, you know, it, it's it's a brilliant option to have. And obviously without, you know, we've got two serious injuries in, within Buendia and, and, and Mings, but at the moment we, we look like we've got the, the most of the team back. I think I think Moreno's still a little bit off. Mm, I worry about Emery, that Emery said so. That's that is a bit of a concern. Mm. But now, you know, generally speaking, we've got we've got a pretty full strength squad to to start rotating. I'd love to see Ramsey start um, in the League Cup game against Everton. I think he yeah. I think he will. Yeah. And if he does well, I would imagine he would be, he might even start again against um, against uh, Everton because we we against Brighton because we've. We definitely missed him. Um, definitely. So um, yeah, it's all good. I'm enjoying things. Let the villa train rumble on. Well, what, what, what I'll say about Ollie Watkins just quickly is that I think um, he desperately needed that goal. And you know, the thing I noticed about him is that I think it gets to him. I think it really gets to him when he doesn't score. I think he feels it. Um, you know, like when you know, uh, it's like you, you you're going out with a with a girl and they don't message you back for a while. You know, two days. Oh, yeah. like, you, you sort of sink into oblivion, and you're like, ah, oh, what, what have I? Did I message back too quickly? <laughs> I, did should I have played it cooler? <laughs> you know, like I just, didn't put in that apostrophe. Ah, yeah, that was it. You know, that was it. Like you put the wrong your. You put you. You know, you. <laughs> yeah. Instead of you, I thinks I'm an idiot. She thinks I don't know. You know, grammar and stuff. But you know, you start questioning yourself, and I feel like Watkins is like that as a strike. I think he, you can see it in his face. It feels like he's not. He's a bit absent and it's like not absent in the sense of not within the game. He still makes such a massive contribution off the ball. I'm the president of the Ollie Watkins fan club. I, I wear his jacket whenever I go anywhere. When I go home, my mom's like, what the hell is this? Why have you got Ollie Watkins on your jacket? I'm like, it's like, it's like, it's like in Greece. Instead of, instead of T-Birds on the back, you've got Ollie Watkins's face yeah, on another jacket. I'm the, I'm the O-Birds, the Ollie Birds. You know, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I'm the captain of it. And I, I, I drive along the, that canal in LA or wherever it is for him, um, risking my life. But I, I think um, I think he, uh, when he scored today, he, he, he put his ears, you know, his fingers in his ears and he ran up to the fan base and he was holding his badge. And But you could look see him looking at the sky. It was almost like relief, wasn't it? Just a weight off his back. And I remember he did yeah, the same. Yeah. He hadn't scored a while against uh, a couple of years ago and he scored against Brighton away. I remember he did the same thing. He ran up to the fan base. He could see the relief. It was like a weight off his shoulders. It was like, and he said, I think he said like, believe in me or something like that. And it's almost like, I think, I think he gets into his head a little bit where he thinks, you know, I, I think that, you know, his touch isn't isn't right or his his link-up play isn't quite right and the confidence is gone. And then after he scored that goal today, suddenly his his touch was right, his, his link-up play was good. It, it's almost like he just needs a goal, doesn't he? And um, yeah. I'll always say his, his off-the-ball play is always fantastic. Yeah. It's just that sometimes when he gets on the ball, his confidence doesn't look quite right and his touch doesn't look quite right. But he got that goal today and his touch was good and you sort of think, do you know what? Brighton next week, Ollie Watkins is getting a hat-trick. Take that, Evan Ferguson. <laughs> All Villa, no filler on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Welcome back, everybody. Now it's time for this. George and I are very good friends, but the spice might be too high for our friendship to survive this, the spicy question. George, should Ollie Watkins get a big new contract for Supervilla? Uh, 
I'm still waiting for that spicy question to end our friendship. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if there will be one in the future where it just we just cut off communication completely. <laughs> and and, Ro- and Rosie, uh, you know, my, my partner asked me, um, you know, I haven't sp- I haven't heard you talk about Frankie for a while. I was like, <laughs> oh, don't bring him up. He asked me a stupid spicy question on the podcast. I'm never speaking to him again. <laughs> Why did the Roman Empire fall? Oh, I mean, that that'd be juicy. Tell me, tell you what, a few few theories. Oh, on that. don't get me into that. <laughs> I could be here for hours talking about that. Um, yeah, uh, I of course I, I think absolutely he does. I, I don't I don't think there's too well. I don't, if there's anybody that does disagree with what I'm about to say, please well, do get in touch. You, you know the there's, channels. There's, there's a few a few people on social media have been in touch with me saying Watkins isn't right. He's not looking. Okay, right. okay. Well, so, well. Okay. The, the the way I see it is where we are at the moment. Who could we who could we get as, who's better than Ollie Watkins? No who's proven in the Premier League? Who's guaranteed to get you at least, you know, basically at least at least sort of fifteen goals a season, which he has proven over the past sort of three years, seasons or so. Um, who who's who's like whose general game in terms of his his pace, his strength, his agility, his heading, his all the rest of it? He's, he's like the complete package as a striker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, I think there'll be teams. Chelsea would have loved an Ollie Watkins, you know. I think I think Chelsea are desperate for an Ollie Watkins. I'd take Watkins um, over Nicholas Jackson. I would take Watkins over Nicholas Jackson. I would take Watkins over um Eddie striker. I would take Watkins, yeah. I would, yeah, I would take Watkins probably over Jesus. Um, no, well, I don't know about that. I, I no, Ooh. I would I would, I would, I, I think I think okay. they're probably I would say they're probably around the sort of same sort of level, in my in my opinion. This is the spicy moment, George. This is where we fall out. Right, this that's it. it. I'm, I'm, ending the, I'm ending the chat. I'm ending the how, chat. Where's the leak? How button? dare you? How <laughs> dare you? Sacrilege against Jesus. Jesus. How dare you? Jesus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally blasphemy. Walking um, over with Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I would. I would. Um, I think I think he's that good. I think, you know, even as I said, even this season, when he hasn't been scoring goals, he's been so involved in our goal scoring yeah. In terms of getting assists or, or running the channels or you know just being there, and even when he's quiet, you know, the, the, in, in the game today he was pretty quiet, but he got the chance, he scored the goal, and that was all we needed to win the game. And and with Watkins on the pitch, you've always got a chance of of getting a goal. Do you, do you know what I mean? I, I just think there are so many people that think he's a terrible finisher. I watched I watched uh, City play against um, against uh, who did they play this weekend? Um, you know, uh, Forest, Nottingham Forest, Forest, yeah. And Harland missed an absolute sitter at the end of that game. The ball and he did the same the against West Ham. He did the same against West Ham. So it happens to the best. That happens to the best of them. Um, so so you know, I think it's very easy to criticize when you watch Villa all the time and you see Watkins miss chances. But all you do is watch Villa. You don't watch other strikers in the league. It's very easy to think that it doesn't happen to other strikers. It does. Happens all the time. Um, but the point is Watkins still scores a lot more. Oh, still scores a lot. Uh, and he gets into those positions as well. And Harlan, he, Harlan plays for a team that creates chances like all the time. All yeah, the time. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, I just think that, you know, if anyone dismisses Watkins, I think it's one of those ones where if we replaced him, we would miss him. Mm. You, you know, it's that, that line, you know, you don't know what you've missed until it's gone. I think that would very much apply to Ollie Watkins. I think we really would miss him. And it, I mean, it's a little bit of a concern that we haven't ironed out the details of a contract yet because it sounds like it's been rumbling on for quite a few months. Um, so I don't know what's going on there, whether it's, a, it's you know, he's demanding X, Y and Z. But 
to be honest, I think he should be one of our highest earners given his performances over the past few years. And um, he plays such an important role for us. You know, since we since we um, dispense with Danny Ings, he is our number one striker. He he starts every game pretty much that you know we 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 uh, in in the Premier League certainly. And I know Duran's done really well the past couple of weeks, but he's not ready to start Premier League games. Watkins is still above him in the pecking order for sure. Um, and he's been loyal, you know, he has been loyal. He's been at the club for a long time. I think he, mm. by the looks of things, he seems to enjoy playing for us. Um, you know, he's playing under a top coach now. Um, he's he, he's developed massively since he's joined us, I think. Well, I think and so. Be- and become like yeah. a really good Premier League striker. Yeah. And, and good strikers, as I said, they're, they're, they're a massive premium. Like, who who do we expect to get? Harry Kane? Someone who's going to, you know, guarantee to bang in 20 goals a season? Well, they don't come to clubs like Villa. They go to Real Madrid or, or Bayern Munich. So for where we are, we're a good club. He's a good striker. Give him the contract. That would be my opinion. I couldn't agree more. I think he's one of the best signings we've made of this century. Definitely. Yeah. You know, I think we made some some not great signings in recent years. Uh, who have been put on big contracts. Ollie Watkins deserves what they're on because there's few players other than, I'd say, Mings and McGinn in the last four or five years who have dragged Villa forward to such a degree, you know, Jack Grealish, yeah. obviously, but who have dragged Villa forward to such a degree as Watkins. Like, we, we he's, as you say, like, if you're going to get a striker in, who are you going to get in that's, that's not Watkins? Or you just... You know, it, he's been, he's proved he he he's proven in the league, yeah. you know, because we were linked with Nicholas Jackson, weren't we, uh, uh, in the summer? Yeah. And I'm not saying you know if he came to Villa that he wouldn't be great. I, think I mean, it's one of the he'd, slight... have done, he'd done better at Villa than Chelsea. At I Chelsea, think he was too much pressure on him. Yeah, I I I, I, I agree. But again, there is that element of of he's he he's unproven. He's young. He's come from a you know a different a different league. You know, you know. I know Harland. Is an exception to the rule because Haaland is a complete freak. But yeah, but you know, if you look at Liverpool, you look at Nunez, you look at Diaz, players that came in a big money and, yeah. and have struggled even to this. You know, even this season they're struggling. I know Nunez scored again today, and he's he's getting better, and he's but it's taken a long time for Thanks him time. to that stage. Uh, whereas Watkins, he knows the league, he knows the players, and he and he knows how to find the back of the net. Yeah. Um, so and even when he's not, as I said, he's still helping others do that. Um, so if you had him, like I don't know what his points are in FPL at the moment, but if you look, I think if you look at his form, he's still right up there as a striker because he's still contributing. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, yeah, it just and, it seems like an insane. And George, thing. as you say, don't it always seem to go? They don't know what you got till it's gone. That's that's they, exactly they paved Villa Park. Lost Ollie Watkins. I don't know. I don't know what the lyrics would be, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the Joni Mitchell Big Yellow Taxi song. It's like um. Yeah, you wouldn't know what you got till it's gone. And I tell you, like Watkins, look, I mean, if Villa, I mean, I, I think Yonderan is, um, a, he's showing real signs of being a proper, proper player. Like, I, yeah, he's, really just, he's, he's, he's justifying the decision to let Archer go, isn't he? It, at, the, at the moment, I'm yeah. very excited about what I'm seeing from Yonderan, but he's a different profile of player to Watkins. Like, I think Duran is more of a interfeat. Yeah, you know, he, and he makes very good runs. He d- there is a similarity where he tries to make the clever runs in behind. Yeah, but he, he doesn't. But, he doesn't. He, that's not really his game to run into channels, is it? No. And I think Watkins has that. He, he plays almost like a bit of a like a winger in a four-three-three. He could be on the left of a four-three-three, basically, which mm. I think he was at Brentford for a while. And he, um, it's just his movement. 
his movement is like even when he's not scoring and you're frustrated with him because his bloody touches him right. When his move, his movement always causes problems. Yeah, always opens up space. Yeah, and there's a reason he draws why fouls. He draws a lot of fouls. There's a reason why Sardin, um Stevie B, uh, Stevie Big Bollocks, and uh, uh, Unai Emery have all constantly picked him. It's because he he has a very unique skill set, and uh, you know he, he is a top striker. And he, yeah. I think, this season, you know, it, it's annoying that he doesn't get like. He's a bit streaky. I get that. But like I say, like, you know, if Villa was to try and replace Watkins, like, unless Monchi can pull out some very canny, clever signing, I'm not quite sure how we do that. Um, and I just think that his versatility, the, the work he does for the team, the, the way he brings other players into the game and all that, and then the goals he gets himself, it's worth those moments where he's not quite at his best. Yeah. I mean ultimately I I trust Emery above above everything. And if Emery feels like we could there is an option where we could free up the wages and 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 sell Watkins for a huge amount of money and bring in someone who would be willing to come and he feels could be better than Watkins, then I I I will trust Emery to the hilt because he's that good a coach. Yeah. But at this stage Watkins is the man and and I think you should on you should you should um reward loyalty and performance and um Watkins has delivered both in in spades in recent seasons so yeah I would um get him to sign for sure okay thank you everybody for listening I've been your host George Linsky Frankie see you later Catch it a bit, George. Up oh, the villa. What a win. What a win. What a team. What what a big win. What a team. God, we're so good. And it's goodbye from me too. We'll be back again soon. But until then, come on, Super Aston Villa. <laughs>